Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, and welcome once again to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, here today with the biggest Bachelor fan in America, my sister, Lauren Maroney. Hi, Lauren. So happy to have you again. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course, of course. So Hannah's season ended, and as much as I loved it and thought that she was one of the best Bachelorette, I can't speak, the best Bachelorettes ever, I feel like I was kind of happy for it to be done with. There was so much drama and everything leading up to it. And then even with the whole finale, there was a lot of drama. And then, have you heard about after the finale? So Hannah and Tyler, they got that drink. They, I guess, like hung out at Hannah's new apartment in LA. He spent the night there. He left that morning. And then two days later, he went on a date with Gigi Hadid, the supermodel, um, which I think is fine great for him you know I said that in my last podcast that I think that Tyler and Hannah are probably going to just remain supportive friends I kind of felt that like the the romantic side of their relationship had kind of been tarnished given the fact that you know she she picked another guy first and it sucks that it didn't work out but like I don't think you can just go back to your second choice and expect for there to be like a solid foundation to build a relationship on after heartbreak like that did you think that way and how do you feel about the whole Tyler Gigi Hadid scandal I mean I don't think it's a scandal I do agree but some people online really do think it's a scandal like there is some hate texting going on no they have been very open about the like Hannah and Tyler have been very open about the fact that they are both currently single people so they can do whatever they want and no matter what like they're still going to be like friends and support each other so I don't know why people are freaking Well, out. but do you think maybe Hannah... Th- Hannah's saying that, and of course she's saying that now that she sees Tyler went on a date with Gigi Hadid, but do you think that that's what Hannah wanted, or do you think she wanted to rekindle that romantic relationship? I think she wanted to make sure that he was in her life if they were in the same place romantically as they were before she ended things on the show, then great, but I don't think that's completely devastating to her if they're just friends at this point really i'd be devastated if me and tyler were just friends yeah wouldn't you like as much as this whole season has been about hannah proving she doesn't need a man she wants one but i guess i guess maybe that that doesn't have to be tyler c and yes, it is it important to still, to still say Tyler C as opposed to all the other Tylers. <laughs> and Hannah is 24 and she's going to be fine. I know she's going to be fine. And I mean, and I think it's it's great. Like, I've never seen a more good looking couple in my life. If they do end up being a couple, Tyler and Gigi. But a lot of people were saying too, like, they could have just been meeting up to like talk about modeling considering yeah. Tyler is a model and now all of a sudden is being thrust into the public eye in a huge way. Him and Gigi actually have a lot more in common than just like two hot people on a date but regardless we've moved on we've closed that chapter of our lives because it is sing it with me almost paradise when i get out (laughs) all right maybe i'll cut that part out god damn it don't leave me hanging like that but um whoo what a week you know um 
the gif or the meme or whatever you want to call it of Liz Lemon from 30 Rock being like, wow, what a week. And Jack Donaghy's like, Lemon, it's Wednesday. That's how I felt this week after the first two episodes of week one of Bachelor in Paradise because there was, I mean, we'll get into all of it, but I don't want to talk about Kaylin and Blake only. Like, so it was the whole thing, Kaylin, Blake, Christina, Tasha, Hannah G, Pentagon, Quadrant, I don't know. How many people is that? Four people, so it's a square. Yeah. Chris, well, well, Christina, Tasha, Hannah G, Kaylin, and Blake, Blake makes the, five, so it is a pentagon. The top of the okay. pentagon. Yes, exactly. Um, I do want to talk about that, but there also was a lot of other great moments as well with everyone else, and it, everyone seems to be overlooking that, but then the text, and then, ah, but at this point, though, all right, let's... I would say part of what's just so frustrating about this is now we have the new information with Blake's texts, mm-hmm. right? So now we are more in the know than everyone on the show is, which is exactly what happened with Hannah's season when all the stuff came out about Jed. That's true. So that, that could potentially become very frustrating. Yes, because we now, know, as the viewer, know more and people are going to be saying things and they're in the moment interviews and we're going to be like, oh, why are you saying that? Like, you're either lying or you're not. Well, okay. I've been trying to really, like... I feel like when I was first watching the show, I was very pro-Christina and Kaylin, and they were really making it sound like Blake was really dishonest to them and really didn't communicate with them. At least that's what they were kind of portraying. So I was like, yeah, scummy thing to do, dude. And then when Blake released his texts, then I was like, oh, holy shit. Like, I think I'm more on Blake's side. But then... Now that the dust has settled and I've had time to just look at it for what it is, it seems like there's just no way to know. Like, it's such a he said, she said, and I think that there was probably really bad and messy miscommunications on both sides. So I don't think that makes either party a bad person. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it really Blake was. So this is from what I understand. Blake was a single guy who who was dating Christina. Maybe they were a little bit exclusive at one point. It didn't work out. They decided to remain friends. Months later, they had hooked up at Stagecoach. Blake seemed to think they were hooking up just as friends or a friends with benefits situation. Christina even said on Paradise that they had been kind of like friends with benefits a little bit. So like maybe this wasn't the only instance, but yes, very clearly single people. Yes, two single people. But, you know, and maybe Christina had more feelings than she was kind of letting on. You know, if him sleeping with Kaylin the next day is something that would upset her, then maybe Christina did have stronger feelings for Blake than just a friends with benefits relationship. And that's why she was hurt by that and I feel for her because that sucks when you like someone more than they like you and you're hurt that your feelings aren't reciprocated but that doesn't mean in that case Blake did anything wrong so okay Blake hooks up with Christina the next day and you know both as single people as friends but maybe Christina had stronger feelings that she did not communicate to Blake then he hooks up with Kaylin when they're drunk but what we see from the text messages is I guess Kaylin had initiated it and was the one who said, yes, it's just going to be sex, nothing more, nothing less. So Blake would assume that they were on the same page. However, we don't really know. This was apparently like a late night drunken texting conversation. Mm -hmm. We don't know, like, like, I doubt that Blake and, because Kaylin also said her and Blake had had some form of a relationship Mm -hmm. before, but it seemed a lot more like they would just text a lot and FaceTime. They were communicating and talking a lot. And then he quote-unquote ghosted her. We're not sure if that's true or not. But I find it very hard to believe. It's probably not the case that they were texting, FaceTiming, and whatever. He ghosted her. 
And then at Stagecoach, she texted him for the first time. I'm assuming they either were maybe hanging out at a group together at Stagecoach, or they had seen each other and been friendly since then. Oh, from what I understood, Kaylin meant that he ghosted her after Stagecoach. Oh, see, that was not my... See, interesting. So, that, so that's that part's also unclear of, like, what she... Because to me, I think ghosting is the scummiest thing in the world. Like, at the very least, if you're not interested in someone, say, like, hey, like, you're a great person... I'm just not into it right now. And and that's fine. That's it. it. Just it's such a fucking mind game when you're as someone who's been on the other side of being ghosted. It's like not a good time. So I think ghosting is like a really bad character trait. I was assuming the ghosting happened when they had been talking and then not. But if you're if you're assuming it was after stagecoach, so that would have been a blatant lie. But I guess that's unclear and that was taken out of context in the editing. I mean, I guess it's hard to know when it was because I'm sure things were very kind of edited to yeah. portray a certain Well, speaking narrative. of, I, I I read some tea about some editing that I'll get into about this in okay. a bit, but once we finish up this, this wrap-up of all the facts that we are all on the same page and communicating well, all I'm saying is I think that they probably have communicated or maybe w- were flirty or something before she texted him at 5 a.m. drunk at stage oh, coach, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like, that's for maybe sure. they were all hanging out in a group, they maybe had hung out with group, hung out with groups of friends beforehand, so we don't really know because Kaylin was like, oh, he, like, kind of sweet-talked me and whatever. So we don't really know what happened before Kaylin was like, hey, I'm coming over. I want to have sex. Nothing more, nothing less. But then at that point, they seem to be, have communicated that that's what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then after, I guess, Blake thought they both had regretted that decision and thought it was a mistake. But I guess it's unclear, like, how that conversation went. Because we don't know. Once again, we do yeah. not know. Apparently... I think it was clear to Kaylin that he was interested in pursuing Hannah G in Paradise, which is why they felt bad about then this getting out. And they're like, oh, we need to... Because she had said in one of the texts, like, oh, did you tell Hannah? Um, So I think that's kind of why, right? Like, why do you think... I think that's why they thought it was a mistake because they wanted to go to Paradise pursuing other people. Or at least Blake did. I think part of it at least was just they wanted to go into Paradise fully open to anything and then if people think that like they're already like connected to each other then that kind of like ruins both of their chances at and and, you know and maybe Kaylin didn't really want that but clearly Blake was more Mm -hmm. interested in pursuing Hannah in Paradise than pursuing her so then she maybe kind of felt forced to also be like okay yeah you're right like that was a mistake I think kind of happened is that after they slept together, either the morning after or later in text, Blake is the one who at least initiated the sentiment of, oh, like, this probably shouldn't have happened. What are we going to yeah, do about yeah. this? And, and then, I'm sure if Kaylin had feelings for him, though, that definitely hurt her feelings. And but, then she just internalized it and just mirrored it and tried to, like, push it down. But then that's why she's just felt so terrible since and why she kind of ended up exploding on him. Yeah. So... To wrap up, (laughs) I think it's definitely a he said, she said, and there's, like, obviously lots of different parts to this story that we don't really know yet. Do I think this makes Blake, like, a a bad guy? I mean, it's not a cute look, but I don't think it it makes him, like, as evil and malicious as they were kind of making it appear on the show. Like, they were making it appear like he was playing all these girls and really manipulating them, when I don't think that's the case. I think it was just kind of... um, Poor communication and expectations leading to people's feelings getting hurt. And that sucks, which doesn't mean that, like, Christina or Kaylin are invalid and feeling upset or hurt and used. But, like, that is kind of a normal part of dating people. And, you know, I just think from the other girls' perspectives that 
Blake is interested in, like a Hannah G and Tasha, perhaps. I would just say that doesn't mean they shouldn't pursue something with him, but I, I think you kind of think twice about a guy who has now like slept with some of your friends. Like it's just like not a cute way to start a new relationship if you actually want something really serious. And that's why I think Blake is like, oh shit, I'm going home like next week because who the fuck is gonna want to date me? Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes, but we can bring this all back to then Blake comes out not so like let's close this Kaylin and Christina thing because I feel like we we dissected it enough but Blake then going for Tasha instead of Hannah G on the yeah. date but then pulling Hannah G aside and kissing her and we saw in a promo that they're kissing next week mm-hmm. too um I don't know I just why would he not just keep it like if he was interested in Hannah G why didn't he take Hannah G on the date I think what it is is that Blake was definitely, like, a hot commodity going into Paradise, and he kind of knew that. So I think just early on, he didn't want to laser focus on just one person, and he wanted to see, like, what his options were. He wanted to feel out the connections and see what there was. And because him and Hannah G were the first two on the beach, I'm sure they got to talk. I'm sure he kind of saw that there definitely was something there. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. There. I forgot that they were, like, alone, them yeah. two, already. He probably figured that there was something there. That's why everyone thought that he would take... Hannah, but I think Blake just wanted to see what it would be with Tasha because we know that he was also interested in her. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, okay, let's stop talking about all of these people and go out go back to the other couples. So other things that happen in Paradise. You know what relationship I'm actually really liking? Demi Del- and Derek. Oh. I think they're like little cuties together. I know, it's just hard to it's watch just that because we know that it doesn't work. Or at least that they're is the complication of like then the woman that Demi is right? And seeing. so you, so I know who the woman is that oh. Demi is seen in the promo kissing, and obviously I'm not going to share any spoilers, but Thank you. my sister Lauren keeps trying to figure out who to, who do you think it is and why? I can't figure it out. I've been trying <laughs> to look at all of like the cast photos from the past couple years, looking at blonde women. <laughs> so you've been doing like a deep dive investigation but then it's also into tough this because sometimes people just like dye their hair blonde, so it doesn't guarantee that right, that woman right, right, was right, right. blonde. Also, she has a tattoo on I think her right arm but you don't see their arms in that but then if I could pinpoint the women then I could find like their cast answers to like do you have a tattoo because that's usually they ask that question that's posted on the ABC oh wow oh oh, wow you are going like very very deep but I can't find anyone that looks like that quarter of a face that we've seen of her yeah I I think I'm just gonna have to wait and see (laughs) well so I'm obviously gonna keep my mouth shut but um yeah that's gonna be an interesting turn of events and I want to see kind of because right now Demi and Derek seem pretty solid like they I think they're cute together I think they're Mm -hmm. like they seem like good friends they have a good rapport they get along really well yeah no I like them um so I'm curious to see like what what is gonna make Demi jump ship on that and go for someone else if that's a permanent thing or just kind of some clickbait they use for the promo um another relationship that is sprouting that I think actually has the potential to go all the way and I kind of like it, even though I actually, like, don't like these two people separately. This is Nicole, Nicole and Clay. Clay. Yes. Because I feel like they're actually like really they're both, like, good pretty for each other. Like, but they like, both just want love. Yeah, they both, I think, actually are there for the right reasons. They are both they both give off vibes of being very, like, wholesome and traditional, yeah. like, family-friendly oh, people. Yeah. And then the whole thing when Annalise came out to talk to Clay, I thought she was totally 
wrong and just like stirring up shit to like remain relevant like like her saying like I don't think Clay should be here because he broke up with my friend three months ago it's like you're you're kind of missing like I'm sure Angela and Clay had a very very like I think they were really happy for a long time it's like a bummer that it didn't work out um, but people need to move on. And even when it's hard to move on and it doesn't mean he didn't care about Angela, doesn't mean he isn't still kind of grieving the relationship, yeah. but the only way to move on is to go out and date other people. So what is wrong with Clay doing that? I just thought on Annalise. Yeah, I think she just gets a little too involved with like other people's emotions, other people's Well, does she have and- a history of doing that in her last season? I don't really <sighs> Other than her being with Camille, I don't really remember kind of what she was involved in. I just feel like she's always... She's a very emotional person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when she just feels, like, emotionally connected to someone or feels affected by something, she just gets really into it. And I just think that's what happened here because Angela isn't mm-hmm. there. She feels like she has to stand up for her even though I'm... Yeah, I mean, and, it, to... and she gets airtime and... One more thing I would like to address. <laughs> I feel like you know. Jane! Who is going to give Jane a rose? Like, is she just no going to... <laughs> you said that's so sad. Well, but... I... Part of me feels bad, part of me doesn't, just because she really has been quite annoying <laughs> whenever she was on screen. But then it's also like, all right, sent home night one Colton season, sent home in the first elimination <laughs> in Paradise. Girl, can't catch a break. I know, I know. I was hoping there might be someone there for her, but at the same time, yeah, we, we Just, need to. I don't think there's anyone. So aside from that, I think, you know, obviously couples that are starting off really strong that I like, Demi and Derek, uh, Hannah and Dylan, mm-hmm. super, super cute. They're going to be big. Yeah, I think but they're going to be, be big. But tortured for a while I think he's gonna but I don't think too much the only person who I think is really seriously pursuing Hannah is Blake and I see that fizzling out rather quickly given all of this drama like I do think Hannah has a very good sense of like her self-worth and like the only thing you know Randy kind of Randy's our brother when he was watching (laughs) it with us and he kind of said oh it's going to fizzle out because he's too into her and on one hand and we both gave him weird looks we're like dude shut up you toxic masculinity man but at the same time he is so all in with her and it literally has been like I literally the first day he was like Hannah you're like the only person I'm into like I'm super into you and she knows that and so she kind of knows that she has him in her back pocket and she's still having the freedom to go explore other options but like that's not necessarily fair to Dylan but at the same time that is what Paradise is and it was only the first day and she's also been very honest with him and Mm -hmm. open being like hey like I kissed Blake I'm kind of exploring that but like I still like you a lot also Hannah's just like such a sweet person she even said how she just like felt bad for kissing someone else because like she knew how much Dylan was into her and she knew that like that was definitely something that she wanted to explore so I don't think Hannah is ever gonna like try to do anything to hurt Dylan but I just think he is so into her it might happen anyway yeah no I know but I'm still wishing them the best I think they're two little cuties I think they're gonna go far yeah all right, so let's talk about the promo for next week. We don't need to talk about John Paul Jones throwing up because I feel like that's the only other thing that happened oh. in this episode. That was disgusting. Um, oh promo for next week. What are your insights? Because you are really, really, as we've talked about earlier with the whole researching the girl that Demi's kissing, you do the deep dive. I, I, didn't, I didn't find the out deep who it dive. was. <laughs> okay, so what do you know about 
this promo. So obviously we see that Mike shows up. It mm-hmm. seems like he goes on a date with Kaylin and that they seem kind of happy for a while. I mean, but they showed Mike holding hands with another woman. I couldn't fully tell who it was, but if I had to guess, it looked like Angela. And I really why? I kind of hope that uh, happens. I mean, I guess why not, right? Because Angela be is now a single was, girl who's not dating anyone. It was a distant so. shot, but it really looked like her. The hair, the eyes. Ooh, that would be... So you think... So Mike was on a date with Kaylin, but then we see him holding hands with Angela. Or what we think could be Angela, which could just add a lot of spice to this Annalise, Clay, Nicole situation. (laughs) I think that would be good drama away from the main drama that has been the Blake story. Well, that's good. That's exciting. If Angela shows up, we know only men are showing up for next week, so that would be even more of a... So that means she's not showing up until week three. I would assume. Well, but if they stay on the same consistent path because we're already like we're like week three in terms of like rose ceremony well I'm, that's what i'm saying we are oh, yeah. already like in we should have had a rose ceremony this week is what i'm trying to say but yeah. i can't think of the proper way to we're articulate. in a rose ceremony deficit yes deficit that was the word i was looking for and so now we don't know how much time they're going to take to kind of catch up another question i want to ask you before we kind of wrap up do you think we're going to get something very similar to what happened in hannah season where we get a weird awkward filler episode of like you know when we had the awkward filler episode of Hannah and Chris Harrison just taking half the episode to, like, talk <laughs> so that they could re-edit everything to be against Jed? Do you think we're now that the texts have come out and there's, like, a whole other side to this story than what was initially edited? You know what I mean? What was initially edited yeah. was very different than what is now being portrayed with Blake's text, and I'm sure more stuff's going to come out following that. Do you think we're going to get a weird side episode so they can re-edit it to add in some of this context? I don't think so. I think partially why that episode happened with Hannah and Chris Harrison is because they got in such a terrible rose ceremony deficit that they just I don't had think to... it was because of the rose ceremony deficit. I it think... was like an hour, like midway through the episode is when the rose ceremony was. No, like I know, but to... I think they needed to re-edit things to show Jed being negative. I don't even think that changed his edit, though. I really do think it did, because... I only think, like, the last couple episodes were a bad edit for him. Right, but they would have made it... Like, especially with the finale and her being on, like, rocky waters and being unsure, I think if they were still, like, engaged in a happy couple, they would make it, like, a happy couple story. They want us to root for the couple in the end. yeah, no, those last two episodes like with the rocky waters and the her parents hating jed yeah sure that they definitely edited it to make jed look bad but i don't think that recap episode with chris harrison did anything to affect jed's edit right it just gave them time to re-edit it is what i'm saying oh because they have a show that's one way with one result and then this people tv article comes out and or maybe they had broken up at that point anyway and like we know things are snowballing so they have to go in and change it because otherwise if they if the people tv article never came out then they hannah and jed would probably still be together and they'd probably be very happy and there'd be a whole different narrative around that yeah so that's all i'm saying is like now now did they edit it a certain way to show blake and kaylin and christina and everyone in a certain light now these texts are coming out adding more context to the whole story i don't know oh and speaking of one more thing that i wanted to say that i read on reddit is that so you know how when Christina and Kaylin both walked onto the beach, they showed edits of Blake like being like, oh my God, ah, ah, and like pacing and deep breathing and stuff. That was, I don't know how this person on Reddit knows this or like what their source is. This is like an anonymous person, but that was cut together footage of when he was like, I gotta go and then got up and then walked away. What he actually said is, I gotta go pee. 
and then got up, walked away, and then he's standing there really uncomfortable because someone was in the bathroom already and he really had to pee. So apparently what was what had actually happened is he greeted Christina on the beach politely and he did like the same with Kaylin and said, hey, what's up? Because they clearly all knew each other right. were coming and now we know that from the texts that Blake was not blindsided by either of them coming. So all I'm just saying here, because I forgot to mention it earlier, is just that, well, I think there, there was messy miscommunications on all parties and all parties are kind of just like being bad at dating right now. <laughs> I think the producers are really, really manipulating things so we don't really know what's true or not true that's all i'm saying what sure, do you well think? they always have like their set narrative that they want to follow so then the editors will edit to that i know but story. editing something like that where literally he's getting up to go pee and you make it seem like he's like avoiding kaylin that's well, i, think I thought was, was kind of back weird. in becca's season when she was on her one-on-one with colton and colton was like oh like i'm a virgin and they made it seem like becca was like i need to get up for a second right, she right. was going to the bathroom yeah like at a later point in the night yeah now I know I guess this is nothing new, but um, just in because the drama is so intense and, like, people are taking to Instagram to, like, insult these people, I just wanted to say it's like, we don't know. And granted, we never will. So move on with your lives, everybody. And with that, I mean, I'm really excited for Paradise, though. It's, like, one of my favorite things. Anything else to add, Lauren, before we sign off? Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week for week two of Almost Paradise. We're knocking on hands <laughs> Lauren doesn't want to sing with me. Whatever. I just cannot get that song out of my head. But anyways, anything else? Plug your Instagram. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, great. So, well, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Jackie Maroney underscore. Thank you so much, guys. And I will be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.